All right, this is Brent Leary, and uh, sitting with me today is Jason Mann. Jason is the Director of Emerging Solutions and Product Management for SaaS, and I know he has a special uh, place where it comes to IoT, the Internet of Things. So first of all, Jason, thank you for joining me today. Uh, thank you for having me. So we're at SaaS Global Forum, um, and this is an event I've been coming to for years, but this is the first time I remember uh, hearing the term Internet of Things really being driven home. Um, so before we jump into directly what you guys are doing with IoT, maybe you can give us a little bit of your personal background and then uh, give me your definition of Internet of Things. I will do it. So, so my background by education is industrial engineering. Uh, my experience has been based on uh, from ERP implementation and a lot of the IT engagement within the manufacturing processes for 10 years in telco. And 12 years ago, I moved over to SAS to help define the marketing strategy, the product strategy for our manufacturing environments. And since then, we've continued to expand uh, responsibility for industries. And as a result, as you know, in the last 18 months, there's been a tremendous amount of focus around the Internet of Things, a, a lot of industry buzz around that. And uh, as a result, I've picked up additional responsibility for the IoT strategy at the company. Um, with respect to our definition, it, it really is sourced from the origins of the data. Uh, so device level data, the idea of, of monitoring devices, measuring devices, and their connectivity to the internet, and the ability to be able to, to pull that data in for additional assessment and, and analytics. Uh, we also have a perspective of continuing to push uh, decisioning analytic insight closer to the edge and the source of the data. And we'll do that as we continue to see the measurement devices and the aggregation devices expand with respect to compute and storage capacities. So you guys have thousands of customers and they're really focused on marketing and, and, and analytics. Um, when it comes to their needs for IoT, where, where do you think they are currently and where do you think they, they should be, the direction they should be going with IoT over the next couple of years, there's a lot to it, but where are your customers today and their, their thoughts and their needs and their, uh, their abilities to leverage IoT, and where, where do you think they're going to be in the next couple of years? So, so I think you see it very greatly by industry. Uh, you have some industries that have a long history and experience with device level data, with uh, monitoring uh, data in motion or streaming data, industries like energy, for example. Um, where the, the focus on grid reliability have driven the need to monitor uh, the, the stability uh, throughout the entire grid uh, as close to in real time as possible. So, so those industries are more mature. They have a, a broader competency in, in dealing and determining, uh, defining insights uh, from streaming data. So for those industries, they're continuing to leverage the expanded compute that I, I referenced earlier to help with uh, decisioning at the edge, to help with autonomous interaction. Uh, so the idea of not just having measurement, but gaining insight from the data. So an example from one of our customers is the concept that they have measurement devices throughout the grid. Historically, those measurement devices have been used to identify if there's a significant event within the, the infrastructure, a lightning strike or some sort of equipment failure. Um, but now with the expanded compute and analytics closer to the source of the data, they're able at a reduced latency quantify the issue and identify the source. Uh, but your response to a lightning strike is quite different than your response to a transformer failure, for example. Um, so you see those industries continuing to mature. At the other end of the spectrum, you have some people that are just starting to enter the space. Uh, retailers is, is a great example of that. 
so everyone's familiar with some of the new beacon technology that's out there and maybe even encountered it within the stores. So that technology is continuing to expand. Uh, the technology surrounding the beacons with the ability to identify a, a unique signature to a customer's mobile device. Uh, they, they talk about a, a signature, a digital fingerprint from your Mac ID, from your Bluetooth, from your Wi-Fi signals from the phone. So uh, there's a lot of um, forward-looking capabilities of being able to consolidate an omni-channel view to your consumer, but then link that to a locational awareness for your consumer as well to help with real-time promotions um, or, or messaging or action to, to your customers. So you see that at, at different ends of the spectrum. And if we look out years, you know, two, three years, you'll see the, the retailers and those that are just entering continuing to move past proof of concepts and you'll see wider adoption and deployment. And then for those that, that have uh, existing capabilities or existing experience, they'll continue to refine and expand and find new use cases. Um, I think that is the critical element, though, for all industries that are, are looking to leverage uh, the opportunity that is IoT is to define use cases because it's only there that you're able to provide a return, provide an improved customer experience, customer satisfaction, efficiencies, the, the IoT promise that everyone hears is really rooted in specific industry level use cases. Is it being driven by looking for efficiency gains? Is it being driven by actually trying to improve customer experiences? Uh, is, is it one or the other or both where we are with this? Right, so you, you'll see a mix of that and, and again, you'll, you'll see variation across industry. Uh, another example that I use is I think everyone by this point has, has encountered the insurance commercials uh, that talk about attaching a dongle and they're able to evaluate uh, your driving habits. I know personally I have an 18-year-old and it's a huge upside for me to be able to track his, his driving habits. Uh, but that's, that's a new business model for them. It provides an additional insight that three years ago wasn't available, wasn't even a concept that, that they could consider. So not only does it bring the ability to engage their consumer more directly, it, in effect you get sticky, right, because they can reduce uh, their rates, they have better insight to their overall projections for risk assessment. So in those cases, you have both sides of the equation, uh, an opportunity for some top line growth and opportunity for efficiencies within the business model. But then you, you do have those, uh, some of the industrial markets uh, that you see utilizing IoT data today that really can be um, focused on quality or yield improvement for manufacturing processes. That seems to be the bulk or, or at least the majority of the initiatives. And then on the retail, uh, again, going back to the earlier example, it can really be about top-line growth, so generating that promotion, squeezing out a bit more revenue from the existing customer base uh, based on your understanding of their buying habits and then adding the additional, the last mile that IoT provides, knowing where they are within uh, the store or along the road in proximity to your, your outlet. Who, what kind of companies tend to see the, maybe the initial benefits of IoT uh, first? Is it the disruptors, the kind of the new startup, the innovative startups with the the new business models that are taking advantage of some of this technology? Or is it the more traditional uh, folks that have been around for a while that have a, a huge customer base and can benefit using IT to uh, kind of transform the relationship they have with their current customers? Right, so, so once again, as, as everything with IoT, we, we see a mix there. Uh, if you think about those, those uh, fast movers, the innovators, you look at, at wearables, you look at uh, the, the smart home, and all the devices that you're trying to push there, 
uh, you have a lot of players that are, are trying to, to monetize that with uh, things like Google Nest and your cable provider is, is looking to provide some additional services that, that may be attached to security or, or insurance within the home. Uh, most recently we were just talking to a, a customer, their history, and it's a hundred year old com uh, company that have been making uh, the, the power panels for, for the home. But what they found is that they can uh, generate additional insight from just the, the current that moves through the line about the, the preventative maintenance of the devices themselves, potential uh, issues with uh, failures of the electrical system resulting in home fires. So they're mm -hmm. even looking to be the hub of that home monitoring service. So there's, there's new companies that are moving quickly into the space with, with wearables or, or smart devices within the home. And then there, there's older companies that are, are mining it for additional top line revenue opportunity as well. So it, it truly is a mix. A lot of times companies, uh, you know, when you look at the adoption of social media or the adoption of mobile technology, uh, they haven't been the fast, uh, a lot of the traditional companies in particular haven't been the fastest to adopt uh, those kind of technologies. Uh, even with the cloud, there's, there's still some laggers around it. With IoT and the impact it has, potential impact it has on customer engagement, customer experience, how quickly do companies have to start, not just thinking about this, but actually implementing IoT technology and strategies before they get left behind? Right, so I, I think if you're not thinking about it now, you, you are being left behind. If we look into 2014, uh, if you're familiar with Gartner, the analyst group, uh, they published the hype cycle. And, right. and 2014, IoT was at the pinnacle of, of hype. But even at that point, the projection is within five to seven years, I, I think, is, is a projection for real revenue returns within the space. Now, I think they'll adjust that, that over time because I think it, it's moving a bit more rapidly. But some of these initiatives can be a multi-year assessment from an idea of you know, what I want to achieve within my industry and, and then um, moving through proof of concepts, proving out those use cases within your industry to full enterprise level adoption. So if you're not uh, starting on the journey now, it, it's going to pass you by because mm -hmm. in two to five years, if you engage this process, all of your competitors are going to be uh, past you. And, and I do believe that just given the pervasiveness and, and the, the deployment uh, that we're seeing uh, with respect to these devices and the expansion of capabilities of measurement within mobile devices, uh, companies will be forced into that, especially on the consumer, on the consumer side. So consumers are really, uh, you know, and it's kind of like the trajectory we've been on, they adopt technology at much higher rates. They're adapting their lifestyles to take advantage of it. And companies who aren't on board with that trajectory, uh, they stand, I guess, the best chance of being disrupted. I, I certainly think that's the case. And those that are not considering it, the insurance example is, is a great one. So uh, they didn't just go to the car manufacturers and say, we'd like to work with you to get access to data that we think is important, they totally bypass that infrastructure totally uh, by, by connecting into the car, linking in or having their consumers opt in to link in uh, into their mobile device and immediately without a, a lot of technical uh, infrastructure, a lot, without a large ecosystem, they were able to affect their business vision. Right? And I think that's an example that other companies should evaluate. Uh, reduce the ecosystem that you can impact immediately and, and bring your offering to market. But the last question I think is, how ready are these companies, not from a technology standpoint, although you know, there's definitely, you need some capabilities there, 
Um, but from a perspective of you know, corporate culture and strategy that's gone beyond just getting new technology in, but actually having new thoughts and new innovative ways to create better experiences with the technology. Because it seems like there's, there's a lot, but they, they kind of use it to uh, be more efficient with their current line of thinking, mm -hmm. which will only get you but so far, particularly with the way that customers are changing their behaviors, their expectations and their needs. How, how, what do companies need to do to be prepared, not from a technology standpoint, but from a cultural standpoint and from a policy standpoint of matching this great new technology with the, you know, the kind of the innovative uh, thought processes that would allow them to get the most out of this investment and get the most out of creating the kind of experience that will extend the relationships they have with customers. Right, I think at, at the initial step, it's the, the understanding that this, re this requires a new type of thinking. It is not an extension of existing capabilities in, in most cases. It's not a refinement act. It is a truly new way to do business for many, many of the industries that are starting to adopt that. So I, I think you know, shaking yourself out of that, that old mindset is a key. Um, uh, certainly there, there's an infrastructure requirement, there's a resource requirement, but where uh, those things are limited, you're seeing services uh, pop up, so, you know, some of the, the uh, early deployments of, of IoT that, that present true value, there'll be a cloud as, uh, element associated with it to reduce uh, overall infrastructure costs. There's services or services-based options that reduce the requirement to staff up significantly on, on the resource side. So I, I think it's, you know, the, the critical element is let's think about this in a new way and then we'll find a way to, to execute against that because there are a lot of options that are out there available to, um, to, to our, our customers today. Where can people learn more about what SAS is doing in this area? I think we have an external website, um, SAS slash IoT uh, is a first step. Um, and from there you can navigate to your particular industry or, or use case concern. Uh, if not, pick up the phone and, uh, and give me a call directly. I'm always uh, open to, to have the discussions with you. It's an exciting area for me now. Thanks for giving us some